Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, injuries are supposed to be a big factor in the game of football, but when you play a team that had uh, clearly checked out, uh, it's, it's not even the end of the year, and the Chicago Bears just did not show up. They did not. And the uh, Green Bay Packers, you think, well, they don't have their starting offensive tackles, right? They have a couple of backups that are playing, uh, other guys on injured reserve. So a makeshift offensive line, you thought, well, the Bears' defense is okay in the middle at least. Uh, No, no. Of course, it doesn't matter anyway. You got Mike Glennon as your, your quarterback. And uh, I, I would say the Thursday night NFL game much more representative of what I expect from a Thursday night football. Much more representative. Uh, and it began, as the NFL does these days, in the uh, protest business. That's uh, what the NFL is all about these days. They're in that business. And 
Aaron Rodgers, we talked about this the other day, Aaron Rodgers trying to convince the Packer fans to lock arms uh, during the national anthem. He gave that great invitation. And, of course, how did that turn out? How did that turn out? Well, about as well as we expected. <laughs> about as well as we expected. It was a disaster. Uh, it, it uh, did not go well uh, for Aaron Rodgers at all. If you watched, uh, they had to go to like eight different cameras to find people locking arms at the game. Uh, a little tough there. A little tough, uh, as you kind of expected. So, but And that was the preamble to the game was that, right? Rodgers trying to get Packer fans to morph into political activists prior to the game. And uh, so, so we had that. As a backdrop, so that what's the big takeaway from the Thursday night? What's the big takeaway from that? Well, uh, a couple of thoughts I had watching this, and I, I did it for you, so you didn't have to watch it. It's my my public service for this supposed NFC North Donnybrook. Uh, but the, the things that stood out, obviously the the backfire thing, the backfire thing stood out, uh, and, and then you had you know, hibernation. Hot potato and another episode of football follies. We had all that, but we'll start with Aaron Rodgers because he tried to get the Packer fans to turn out to be political activists, and it turned into chance of USA. <laughs> with the, and, and the funny thing is, like Rodgers trying to own this. That was not that was not the goal there. I don't believe that was the intention. I understand Rodgers uh, some of his comments after the game. He was trying to to make it seem like that was the goal. I don't believe that was the goal. I don't believe that was the intention. Uh, of this, uh, this what what Rogers was trying to do, and uh, it it clearly what he was saying the other day, and what actually happened are two two uh, different things, two totally different things that took place. But I do give him credit because he's trying to own it. Like he's like, oh yeah, that worked out pretty good. It was you know beauty, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, did not go as had planned. The vast majority of Packer fans had their hand across their heart, or they were doing something else, but they were not. Locking arms with strangers uh, that did not happen. Did not happen. And uh, as far as the game itself, because actually played a game. Believe it or not, NFL players playing games. They don't just protest. They're actually playing game. I know it's. It shocked me too. I thought, well, just cancel the game. We'll have the protest, and then everyone will go home. Uh, but they actually played the game, uh, and the, the Bears did not show up. That was. I'm trying to figure out. Now I, I pick Chicago. Chicago is is going to be one of those typical crappy teams where. They'll compete a little bit at home because they lost a close game to Atlanta the first week. Then they came back, got bushwhacked by the Bucks in Tampa, gave that game away, and then they come back home. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. This team that just got steamrolled and obliterated, the Chicago Bears, had beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers the prior game, and then they go out there and just public defecation by Mike Glennon. <laughs> Mike Mike Lennon, not only is he a quarterback, my God, uh, is he is he horrible. Unless you like the badly overthrown pass, if you enjoy that or no pocket presence, you've got that also. Bad days happen, but this was a hibernation situation. And I was kicking myself when I said I should have looked ahead because the Bears, they're one and three. They have, after this game, they got a bye week next week. They've got a, a week off next week, and you, you look at this like the last day of school. They were like, they checked out. They were in hibernation mode. And they treated the football like it had been placed on hot coals uh, for much of the game. For much of the game, they treated it like that. And uh, Mike Lennon seemed to have no 
no idea where people were. He was just com- just completely discombobulated the Bears quarterback. And no matter what, they're going to keep him out. They're going to keep him out there for now because they want to save that Mitch Trubisky for their back pocket, right? Give him that big, soft landing spot uh, down the line. But it's pretty difficult when you are flipping the ball all over the place if you're an underdog on the road to win uh, when you are consistently giving the ball away. (laughs) That uh, That is a brutal performance. And now the drumbeat's going to be much louder in Chicago to get Mitch Trubisky in after the bye week. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't. John Fox is an old school guy. I don't think they're going to throw him out there. I don't think that's going to happen. Let's hear though from John Fox, who points out the obvious here: his football team's garbage. Obviously, a very poor performance. Um, you know, I think it starts at the top. I think we got out coached. We got outplayed in every area. You know, we've got a lot of work to do. Fortunately, we have a mini-buy here, uh, 10, 11 days to evaluate, um, do things necessary to, for us to improve. And, uh, you know, that's across the board. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the whole thing sucked, but Mike Glennon in particular. And I think the Bears are starting to uh, – some of the people around the Bears are starting to point out that, boy, four turnovers. Four, one guy, four turnovers. Blunder, blunder, blunder. The blundering Bears, you can call them. Here's more from – uh, Fox and the the question, which we'll we'll hear about if you care about the Bears, the seven people left that care about Chicago Bears football, the former monsters of the Midway, is will you make the change? Will you make the change, John Fox? Will you? You know, again, Mitch is a young player. You know, he's four regular season games into his rookie season, his NFL career. Like I said, we have a big gap here. You know, we'll look at everything. You know, and everybody. You know, not just the quarterback position. If you watch the game, I don't think it was an ideal time to put him in. By the way, uh, I think it was, actually. Get him out there. You're not going to learn standing on the bench. By the way, Mike Glennon's a very odd-looking person. Every time I watch, I know I say this all the time, but Mike Glennon, right? Am I right on this? You like Mike Glennon, and I know you see him with the football helmet on, but if you t- I, I watch his news conference after the game. He's got a very interesting look to him. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What, it, he looks like he's like an, a throwback to like a 1920s baseball player or something like that. I, but if he was an animal, what kind of animal? He's got that that thin, thin neck thing going. He got the, the long neck, and then he's got the the face is long. The whole thing. It's a very distinctive look, right? He also, when he plays, looks like he's about three steps slower than everyone else. When he's playing quarterback, it's not, uh, not. Well, let's hear from Mike Lennon. Why not, Mike? You turned the ball over four times. What do you have to say for yourself? I uh, just have to get the ball, the ball to my hands quicker. Um, really? Didn't quite, quite like what I saw, but I have to uh, move on in the progression and get the ball to my hands quicker. Yeah. Thank you. Now I've never played a game in the NFL, but I knew that watching the game. I knew that watching the game. So you had one quarterback throw four touchdowns, the other quarterback with four turnovers. Uh, end result. It was an episode of, and this is going to date myself, but they used to have these videos, these blooper videos, the football follies. I loved them. They were great. The football follies, and, and that's what this was like from the Bears side of things. And I can't I can't take anything from the Packers here. I mean, the Packers played played well, but I, do you think that this proves that Green Bay is a legit threat in the NFC, this particular game, which, which the Bears did not compete? There was a 46-minute Lightning delay in the game. I don't. 
I don't think you can take anything of, of that note away uh, from this particular game. But uh, I wonder how many people are actually watching, too. I have a feeling it was a very small group of people that were watching, especially in the uh, second half. I know the Bears scored their touchdown just before halftime, but did did do you think, I didn't think, did you think that that meant the Bears were back in the game? I knew within about five minutes I was effed uh, with my pick. I knew about five minutes of the game this was not going this was not going to change. This was a disaster uh, if you pick the Bears in the game, no matter how many points, no matter how many points they put down. All right, Ben Maller's show on Fox, on Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia is well, right there. Well, Ben, yeah. let me tell you something about Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. What does he look like? He is winning. He, I, a quick Google search yeah. showed that his wife is gorgeous, and he is making, for this season, $14.5 million. Yeah. That guy is winning. But he, boy, does he suck as a quarterback. My Lord. That is unbelievable. Hey, he beat your Pittsburgh Steelers last week. <laughs> yes, I tweeted that out. I, I tweeted, I cannot believe my team lost to this team last week. Yeah. That is that garbage. Is a, they look decent at home, though. They don't look bad at home. It's very odd. Yeah, but he is a very odd-looking gentleman. Yes, right. He's very. He's got a long neck. He's got a distinctive uh, he, he would, look. I would say he looks like a giraffe because of yeah. that long neck. Yeah. He's very thin. It's, he, he, he cannot play a quarterback. My Lord. Oh, he's got a fifty-seven million dollar contract or something like that, right? Uh, Forty-three point five million, Ben. Let's not well, give plus, him too much money. Well, money he made last the last couple of years. It's how much has he made? He's been done pretty well. Good for him. Oh my God, has he done well? Yeah. He is winning. Like I said, this guy is winning. It's the Peter principle in effect. There, he's reached Excuse his me? highest level of incompetence, and he stayed there. Well, that's I, the Peter principle. You never heard the Peter the Peter principle? I'm not familiar with the Peter principle. No, no. Oh, it's in corporations. People reach their highest level of incompetence. And they just stay there. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> works in the good, NFL too. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, wow. that's uh, he is bad. Not uh, not huh. a good spot to to be in. If, if they, I, I, and if, I've never seen. I think you brought it up. I, I mean, I'm doing some stuff here while you're yes, doing your monologue. Yes. I apologize. I can't give it my I full understand. attention. I need your full attention. Have you? I, I love when I see something in sports that I don't think I've ever seen before. Have yeah. you ever seen a quarterback take a shotgun snap? And pretty much kick the ball off his leg all the way on the other side of the line of scrimmage to the defense. Yeah, on football follies, I saw that back in the, really? uh, the old days. Yeah, I don't those know old that football I've, follies. That's, that's, They're on YouTube right now. You can watch some of the yeah, old episodes. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. That was something. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, something. You're, like, you're like Vince Scully. I've never seen that it, before. Well, I mean, look, it's something to lose a fumble. Like the first yeah. one he lost. Okay, Clay Matthews comes off the edge and gets him. That, that's all the time. But, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you being negative, Eddie? I thought the, it was very entertaining. The goes Think off of his leg and goes all the way over the line of scrimmage <laughs> to the other team. That Listen, is some, uh, yeah. wow. Hey, do you expect them to be able to snap the ball properly? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Eddie? How dare you? And uh, how about my Mike Glennon joining uh, the, the great Jay Cutler? As guys of the last decade that have turned the ball over four times at Lambeau Field, Jay Cutler did it twice wow, though. So Glennon, will yeah. Glennon get another opportunity? Is there any chance he's the Bears' starting quarterback next year when the Bears I, I, and Packers I play? I can't see how because <laughs> uh, he's not going to. One. He's not going to get any better. He is who he is, right? He must though do some amazing things in practice. Like Glennon must be doing things against air that are just stunning because. He's had an NFL career for a long time now, and every time we see him, it seems he's terrible in in games. 
Like he must right. And there's got to be well, something I mean, there that when they he, when in he, practice. When he was in Tampa, the excuse was okay, but he's a young guy; he'll get better, as you say. Sometimes they don't get any better. But at this point, I mean, I, I'm Tampa. pretty sure we've seen who he is. And uh, look, when he got signed by the Bears, I was flabbergasted. Well, it was supposed to be a, a like a, a band aid. Was supposed to be a band aid, but it's not a good man. That's a pretty expensive band aid. Well, it's an expensive band aid, but it's not an effective band aid. It's like when you have that's, a giant well, that, cut. That's a that's a bad move if you're a general manager. Yeah, you, you have like a giant cut. And well, he's only... not good, but we're paying him well. Yeah. Uh, wow. And, and so I love the Bears. Well, my, um, John Fox is well, we'll evaluate everything. What is there to evaluate? I mean, yeah, I don't even know if the Bears are trying to win. I don't even know what's going on. I mean, even in the win over Pittsburgh, it wasn't because of Mike Glennon. I mean, he didn't do no, but anything they, special but in that game. But that's the thing. Game. The Bears, if they fall behind, they're, du- they're dead. They have no ability to come from behind. None. Yeah, they They're, need to run the ball. They need their defense to you know play well, and they need to get a couple they, of breaks, they which they did against the Steelers on special teams. They have to be front runners. If they are behind, there is no ability. If they're forced to throw the ball, they are screwed. All right, uh, Ben Mal show. Now next hour we're going to have the penny in here. We'll be breaking down every I, I NFL the, game. Yeah, the yeah. security guard. Did you see him sitting out there? Yeah, yeah, waiting, little, waiting for the penny he had to a show perch. up in limo. It was yeah. either that or Steve Harvey. But he was yeah, he had a perch out there and he was sitting in the parking lot. I saw that. And then he he didn't uh, he's not a very nice guy, right? No. <laughs> not for us. We're not important. No. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed a little cold. I like the, the the other security guard that has the comic books. Yeah. That guy who falls cool. asleep yeah. from time to yeah, time. Yeah, but he's nice. He's a know? very nice, very he'll, nice man. He'll quote movies and he'll uh, he'll comment on your clothing and say things like uh, about what you're wearing. Compare it to cartoons. It's pretty cool. It's a it's a neat look. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. All right, Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. And as a disclaimer, if you are easily offended by comedy, I get it. I understand. I know people like that. People in my family are like that. This is not for you. All right, we love you. We want you to keep listening, but not right now. Just turn the volume down for a little bit. Give us like 20 minutes. Uh, we don't want to do anything disgraceful for you. So, And then come back, and, and then we'll be good. You'll be good. We'll be good. And so if you're easily offended, please just, just go away. We, we wish you to be free and then come back. Yes? Okay. And batting leadoff on Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week, the Dancing Man, Serious Sean. All right. Hey, everybody. And yeah. you know, hey, hey Sean. Hey, uh, hey, let me let you in on a little secret, Sean. Most people that listen to the radio listen by themselves, so you don't have to say like everybody. You know, you can say, "Hey, hey, you." You know, I was talking to my friends in the studio, but okay, <laughs> they're not your friends. I'm your friend. We're 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 his friends. Owned. Yeah, I'm your. Keep friend. saying it, Sean. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. well, I've I've ruined your call. Yeah. I've ruined it. Way to go! Man. I feel like I've ruined it. Have I ruined Not really? It? No. <laughs> All, right. All right. On with the job. Right. Here we go. We'll stop talking. Go ahead. All right. What happens to the frog's car when it breaks down? What happens to the frog's car when it breaks down? Uh, I don't know. It gets towed away. Uh, thank you, Sean. Where he goes, no one knows. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, the way it works now in this little scrimmage. I will have the beginning of the joke. I will pass it over to Eddie. 
He will then pass it back to me. Bounce pass, preferred. And then I will slam it down with a hammer dunk and give you the punchline. At that point, you'll hear this if a joke is funny from Danny G. (laughs) If it's not funny, you'll hear this. And if it could go either way, you'll hear this. How big are your grandma's tamales? What? Let's edit an audio. No. I would never talk about uh, a grandma's tamales. Live from a podcast, and that's an oldie but a goodie. Tell I don't even sound like that. That was doctored audio. It was computer generated. How big are your grandma's tamales? I don't. That's not, that's not, and sound nothing like that. Talking about. Never talk about an old woman's tamales like that. I went professional. All right, Coop's got his offensive joke of the week. You ready? Here we go. Let's do this. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Why do people hate cheesy puns? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why do people hate cheesy puns? They're laugh toast intolerant. <laughs> From Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. This is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, you know how you can make holy water at home? Uh, no, Ben. How can you make holy water at home? You put a pot on the stove and you boil the hell out of it. That's how you do it, Eddie. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Mike in Kansas City sent that one in. But Bartolo Colon was, there we go. Bartolo Colon was removed in the first inning of his start on Tuesday because he got sick, Eddie. I didn't know that. Yeah, the Twins team doctor diagnosed him with one too many cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, we've all done that. From, uh, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob in Minnesota. All right. Uh, when geese fly uh, in a V, why, why is one side always longer? Uh, I, I don't know, Ben. Why is one side always longer in the V there? Because there's more geese in it, stupid. What's wrong with you? That's from John the Jailer. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, John. How big are your grandma's tamales? John the Jailer in Allentown, PA, Eddie. You ever been to Allentown, PA? I have not. Good good place in God's green earth. All right. Uh, did you know that Danny G has a really big sweet tooth? I, di- I did not know that Danny G had a big sweet tooth. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be, have a fondness for nerds, according to Just Josh. How about oh, that? Man. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people got that, and some, some people, people didn't. didn't. Yes, yeah. all right. Uh, why did the cows cross the road? This is from Manic Mike in Nashville. Why did the cows cross the road? Uh, I don't know, Ben. Why did the cows cross the road? To go to the movies. Oh, oh no, Danny, no. You hit the wrong button on that, right? <laughs> well, I don't have that one in front of me, but now I have one to put next to Coops. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so two moves oh. down. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Screw you, Manic Mike, you schmuck. <laughs> How dare you? All right, uh, what's Justin Cooper's favorite brand of pizza? Uh, Justin Cooper's favorite brand of pizza. I don't know, Ben. What is it? Stone baked. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I don't know. All right. This is a weird one. I think uh, this guy was uh, on the sauce uh, when he sent it. What? Not our listeners. Adam in Maine sent this in. I'll give it to you. You do what you want. Uh, Bartolo Colon went to a Pittsburgh Steelers game. And now they need a new quarterback, Eddie. Really? Why is that? Yeah, because uh, apparently they ran out of hot dogs and Bartolo ate Ben Roethlis' burger. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, Eddie, I mean, I- I'm sure it sounded good in his head, Adam, but, you know. <laughs> I don't know. That was. No? No, not that was good. not good. Have you seen. It was lame. It was a lame yeah, joke. Yeah, Big Ben's lame jokes. Have you seen the movie Constipation? The movie Constipation. Yeah. No, I have not seen that movie. That's because it hasn't come out yet. <laughs> so Jason sent that. He said he stole it from the Greek freak. 
of the Milwaukee Bucks. He said he stole that from an NBA player. Now, Ben, I know you call your, your, your father all the time. I, I do, do as every well. day, I, just to make sure he's alive. Right, same yes. here. Does he, uh, does he like to talk to you about his, uh, his bowel movements? Uh, no, no. I, I, good for you. Okay. Oh, your dad's filling you in on that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, thanks dad. I really no. wanted to know that. It's my, really my, important to him. Apparently I asked my dad every day, the same question. How was your day? Okay. <laughs> uh, what you do today. And it, it, that throws him off. When I asked my dad what he did today, he's always thrown off by that. Oh my God. Let me see what I did. He my, can my never dad, remember. Yeah. My dad, when I ask him, how are you? He says, I'm still here. <laughs> oh, that's, that's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then my dog. When my dad has nothing to say. He has a. My mom left dogs behind, right, when she passed away. So my dog keeps track of my. My dad keeps track of the dogs, and uh, so when he has nothing to say, he'll just give me a story about you know dogs are man's best friend, and they go that. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, what sport is? Uh, what number is also a sport? What number is also a sport? Yeah. I don't know, Ben. Ten is. Oh my, we may want to end this. No, no, all right, stop. Coop's gonna save it. Go ahead, Coop. Save it right now. No pressure. <laughs> uh, how does Hugh Hefner get brought back to life? Oh jeez. I don't know. He jerks himself awake. It's a sleep oh, technique. I heard Danny. I heard Danny. No, no, uh, that's a sleep. Danny technique. laughed. That's I heard a Danny sleep. Laughed. That's a sleep technique. From, that's a clinical technique. That's a mallard that's, drop. That is yeah. a sleep technique is what it is. <laughs> Jerk yourself from, away. <laughs> that's yeah. from Kurt from Earth. Yeah, Jerk right. yourself away. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, I can't read that one on the air. Uh, how does Justin Cooper keep cool during fire season? Uh, I don't know. How does Coop keep cool during fire season? He stays hydrated. Just Josh. Just Josh sent that. All right. Let's pause for the cause here. And uh, you can send jokes in as well. You too. Uh, the uh, way we do this. Now, you can't get it on the air right now, most likely. Uh, but you can email me, Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Just send it in. That's all you have to do. And we, we could use it on the air. Make sure you put your name in there. We do the Q&A jokes. Those work best for this particular format. We'll have the big finish of Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. It's been said the Ben Maller Show is the best-kept secret in sports radio. You can help change that. Word-of-mouth advertising is the best advertising. Post about the show on social media and help keep the show growing. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And right back to Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Look what the uh, the Doug Gottlieb show left behind. You see this? Here? Did I keep that as a souvenir? You can't, you can't see that? No, you can't see that? I definitely can't see oh, that. Oh, yeah, you can't see that. All right. I'll put it's that it's down. too dark in your studio. Oh, what, really? what does it say? It's a mic flag from his uh, from his show oh. right in front of me. All right. Uh, let's get back to it. Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. These are listener-submitted jokes, and we get to it. This is a late submission from Paul, Eddie. Uh, Chris Christie was seen taking a knee in support of NFL players. <laughs> is that right? No, no. It turns out he just dropped a nacho. <laughs> <laughs> That was from Paul. Uh, he would need some help getting back up, I would think, from right, taking that cheap knee. shot. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts CEO. Wow, speaking of Chris Christie. The Dunkin' Donuts CEO says that the, the chain has too many restaurants. Really? Yeah. Andy Reid strongly disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair now. Andy's dropped a few pounds. I know. Uh, his name still fits. But uh, you've been to Boston before, Eddie? Every corner. I have not. Every other corner in Boston, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. It's amazing. It's like there's more, like some cities have Starbucks everywhere. Boston, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. 
It's insane. All right, uh, next up, uh, how did you get an how do you get an NFL player to stop resisting arrest in 2017, Eddie? Uh, I don't know, Ben. How do you get an NFL player to do that? Sing the national anthem. That's all you have to do. That's from Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. All right, Coop has got the offensive joke of the week. Uh, Koopa Loop, here we go. Uh, let's do it right now. And again, if you are easily offended, if you are easily offended, we love you to death. But Big Ben's lame jokes, we like to tap on the line there. And so just turn down the sound, and we don't want you to be offended in any way. We want you to listen and all that. But just give us like a few minutes here and then come back. And you're good. We're good. The world will continue to spin round and round and round. All right, Koopa Loop, what you got? All right, I have two real quick. This one's, this one's not super offensive, but then I'll get to the super offensive one. Listener will be the judge of that. What was Hugh Hefner's favorite food his mother made for him while growing up? I don't, I don't know. Her peas. <laughs> Came back a couple times a year. Yeah, happened, right? <laughs> All, All right. right. All right. How many Puerto Ricans does it take to change a oh, light bulb? Oh, good God. Guess we'll find out in six months. Oh. Racist. Coop. Come on, Coop. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, what kind of criticism makes a Coop take the high road? I don't know, Ben. What kind of uh, criticism makes Coop take the high road? A pot shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's from uh, Kurt from Earth. As you can tell, I don't. I never take the high road. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, Fifty Cent said Donald Trump offered him five hundred thousand dollars to join his presidential campaign. Was well, that right? Yeah, the president turned five hundred thousand dollars into fifty cents, Eddie. How big are your grandma's tamales? That was from uh, Keith that sent that one in. A lot of Coop jokes this week. What do the Cleveland Browns and Justin Cooper have in common? Oh, I don't know. What do the Browns and Coop have in common? They both get blitzed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's from David, who sent that one in. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners. Actual listeners. All right. Uh, You got anything else, Cooper? You done? That's it? I'm done. Uh, All right. Uh, Now, this was almost the closer. I was going to make this a closer, but I thought, ah, this other one's kind of funny, too. So this is my lead-up to the closer, all right? This is a setup, man. Yeah. And this is so so good, I thought it was worthy of being the closer. Uh, Forever 21, Eddie, has signed a deal to sell a Taco Bell collection of clothing. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. In a related note, Bartolo Colon has been wearing Taco Bell hot sauce packets for years. <laughs> <laughs> they just got to stick to them. <laughs> all right. All right, here's the closer. Let's do it. Here we go. You ready? Everyone ready on the set? All right, here we go. The government of Saudi Arabia, big news this week. They uh, announced they are allowing females to drive on the road, Eddie. How about that? Well, good for them. Yes. In addition, they are also asking the Trump administration to not allow Danica Patrick to come. They said, stay in your country. All right, there it is. That was from Just Josh, who sent that in there. Uh, Thank you very much. Where are the white women at? All right, Montana. Montana. Uh, Man, how about that? You think they did that in Saudi Arabia because their athletes protested? You think they changed that rule because of protests there in Saudi Arabia? Sexist. Possibly. That could be why, right? How about what if it's because of the NFL players protesting? They were worried that it was going to come to Saudi Arabia, so they're like, we got to change the rules here. Could be, right? This is the age of protest that we're in right now. The era of protesting, which is going on. All right, thanks to everyone for the lame jokes. You can send your jokes in. Care of the Ben Maller Show. 
It's benmallershow at gmail.com. benmallershow at gmail.com. And the nonsense rolls on and on and on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you did not watch the NFL game last night because, hey, either you slept or you're boycotting the NFL, uh, for whatever reason, uh, the Bears and Packers played a unenjoyable, uh, unenjoyable would be the word, uh, football game. Well, if you like competition, back and forth, uh, not a lot of that. Uh, the Bears did not compete. A meltdown situation, mostly by Mike Glennon, but it was an ensemble effort as well. Aaron Rodgers did not pass for a lot of yards. Uh, he did have four touchdowns as the Chicago Bears rolled over and played dead, and the Green Bay Packers get an easy win in the primetime Thursday game. 35-14 to was the final, a game that featured a 46-minute lightning delay at the end of the first quarter. They had lightning rain, the whole thing, and so that extended it out. The Bears are 1-3, and three, Packers are 3-1, and one. and the story, as it seems to be right now with the NFL, is what happened prior to the game. Aaron Rodgers made a big deal this week. He wanted fans. He made a request. He wanted to make fans political activists. The ones that went to Lambeau Field for the game last night, and the fans said, uh, F you is what they did. They chanted USA, USA. He wanted the Packer fans to lock arms during the national anthem. Uh, no, they uh, pretty much put their hand across their chest. Most of them. There were a few people that locked arms, but uh, the majority were not happy. And uh, some people bringing signs uh, telling the Packers to protest on your own time, not on my dime, uh, which I thought was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. And so what's going to happen now? I mean, these are crazy times that we live in with uh, with sports and the the world that we're in. And so the NBA is going to get started. Training camp is underway. They, they go to training camp for like 10 days. Then they start playing exhibition games. So exhibition games are going to be coming up, I think, even next week. Pro basketball is going to be back. I think there's exhibition games next week. So what happens? Uh, are we talking about the uh, – NFL situation shifting over to the NBA. People have been asking that question. Uh, is the movement of kneeling during the National Anthem going to spread to pro basketball? Adam Silver chimed in on this, and uh, what did he have to say? What did the commissioner have to say? Well, Commissioner Adam Silver said he expects NBA players to continue to stand up for the National Anthem. And some people surprised by that, considering that Adam Silver has not taken a position on anything. It certainly sounds like he does not want this to spread to pro basketball. Uh, Silver said that many of us, quote, many of our players have spoken out already about their plan to stand for the anthem. And Silver went on to say, I think they understand how divisive an issue it is in our society right now. He spoke while attending the Board of Governors meeting in Manhattan. So they all got together right at the NBA offices there. They got together, and they had a good time. They schmoozed. Uh, Now, Silver said the playing of the national anthem prior to NBA games has been a time of respect and reflection. And uh, he went, we have some audio? All right, rather than me uh, go on and on here, I think we'll we'll hear. Uh, uh, Adam Silver also pointing out that there's another reason that the players will likely stand for the national anthem. You know, the anthem specifically, we have a rule 
that requires our players to stand for the anthem. It's been our rule as long as I've been involved with the league. And my expectation is that our, our players will continue to stand for the anthem. All right, so that's what he said, but we know words are one thing, actions are something totally different. So how concerned, here's the core question, how concerned do you think Adam Silver really is? How concerned should he be? It's clearly a stressful situation because you're talking about uh, upsetting a lot of the people that uh, are watching your sport on television. This is a concern. It's a problem for any sports league. Uh, The NFL publicly has put a position up that they are very strong. Privately, we're hearing whispers that's not the case. They're trying to figure out how to get out of this, but we'll see if that's true or not in the coming days. Now, my thoughts, as far as the NBA is concerned, uh, we'll say lesson learned for now, clearly bad for business, and the rule of David Stern. The rule of David Stern. Now, the first thing here, on the surface, you talk about the NBA, right? On the surface, it sounds like the commissioner has been paying attention. Should we give him the benefit of the doubt? Is this a lesson learned for Adam Silver here that the, the Silver's had the reputation of essentially being a rug and everyone kind of walks all over him. The players kind of run the show in the NBA and Silver's compliant and uh, pretty much does whatever they want. It's highly unlikely that he would do anything to push back players' protest. Uh, even our guy Blind Scott, former call of the year Blind Scott, can see that this is bad for business. That's bad for business. Turning sporting events into political rallies is a questionable decision. It might work in some cities, and I'm sure a bunch of NFL games this weekend, I'm assuming that a couple of cities it'll work in, uh, but the overall majority, right, the majority it's not going to work, and a a similar thing would happen in the NBA. And the, the other part of this, the simple truth is, unlike the NFL, the NBA, as you heard Adam Silver address has a steadfast rule in place about the national anthem. And you can blame David Stern, the rule of David Stern, right? This, I believe, goes back to the late 90s, and it might be even further than that. But when I remember talking about this years ago in a different lifetime, uh, before 9-11, the years before 9-11, there was uh, some backlash against the national anthem. Some NBA players, they weren't kneeling for the National Anthem, but they were staying in the locker room, some of the guys, uh, and they were doing some other stuff, but they, they were not being active during the National Anthem. And then David Stern, there was this big hullabaloo, and there was some talk about getting rid of the National Anthem before games, uh, and then all that, all that went out the window rather quickly. But David Stern put his foot down on that. So I think it's around that time. It might predate that, but my memory tells me it's around that time. And so the NBA has a rule stating that players, coaches, and trainers and trainers must stand and line up in a dignified posture during the U.S. National Anthem. So, now, that doesn't mean that the players are going to follow through. It does not. And that will be the great acid test for Adam Silver. You assume that the players will follow through, but... There's always the outlier. There's always the, the one that says, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. Screw you. I'm going to do what I want to do. All right? I'm not happy. So what happens? Let's say we'll pick a player, Steph Curry. Let's say Steph Curry wakes up one morning and says, you know, I play in the Bay Area. I can get away with it here. I mean, people are cool with it in the Bay Area. So I am going to do it. I am going to take a knee before a game. What if he refuses to follow the rule? What's going to happen, right? How, how's that going to work out? What is Adam Silver going to do? 
right? Uh, I, I'll tell you what is what's going to happen. If it's a guy like Steph Curry or LeBron James or Chris Paul, this will be handed with handled with kid gloves. If it's someone you've never heard of, uh, then that's a different story, right? In any business, status matters. Right? How important you are to the company matters. How important you are to the business matters. And so if it's someone you've heard of, they'll handle it differently than if it's someone you haven't heard of. Now, the, the parting shot is the NBA players have been very political in recent years, right? And, and so if you're a fan of the NBA, I like the NBA. I watch a lot of NBA games. I, you know, I like it. I dig it. Um, and, and if you're a fan of the NBA, you know this. Very little separation from basketball and politics. LeBron James is a political operative of the Democratic Party. Uh, many of these players have openly campaigned uh, for candidates. Uh, last election, which just ended last year, Hillary Clinton got much support from it, the NBA community uh, with commercials and whatnot. So it's not like they've hidden where they stand politically, but it's obviously different before a game. And, and I would say depending on what happens, once basketball gets going, and depending how things are going in the rest of the world, uh, you know, we know that uh, Donald Trump's uh, very active on Twitter. Uh, I would say there's a 65% chance by the end of the NBA season that there's some kind of protest that goes on in the NBA. I believe that to be the case. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, on Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia! Uh, ben, you actually made me laugh out loud over what, here. What's that? What did I do? <laughs> when, when you uh, you called Adam Silver a rug. Well, it's kind of like that, right? <laughs> I mean, at this point, am I wrong? Is that a wrong analogy? Uh, am I wrong on that? I don't think no. I, yeah. No, you're not wrong. All right. That was funny. Uh, let's put bets down. Now, Thursday night, now it's Friday morning, the president normally has a uh, a Twitter fest at a, about 7 a.m. It's after 5 a.m. in the east now, so in a couple of hours we expect the first wave of tweets from the commander-in-chief. Will he say anything about the fans chanting USA at the Packer game uh, last night? I I think he might. I, I'm going to go yes. I'm going to go yes. Eddie, you want to? I say yes as well. Yeah, yeah I think he will. I think he'll uh, he'll say yes on that. And uh, anything else in that game that he'll mention? I don't think so. I don't think he will. All right, so Ben Maller show on Fox. If you want to be part, here's the number. You can give us a call, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also be part of the show on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. We'll take your phone calls. Later this hour, we also have Balderdash. Balderdash coming up in a little bit. To the phones we go. And a former Caller of the Year. In fact, he's the reigning Caller of the Year on the Ben Maller Show. (laughs) Karnak the Great. He's got entertainment value up the wazoo. We go to New York City right now. He stayed up all night. It's early in the morning. He's going to go have breakfast right now. Real talk. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, it's Real Talk in the house. And Ben is in the house. JG, are you in the house? Jay Coop, are you in the house? Garcia, are you in the house? I'm in the house. We got everybody in the house. We're in the house. Boom, 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 boom. What up, Ben? My dude. <laughs> 
Real talk. It's an honor to talk to you. I love your vacation week because we get extra double shots of real talk. When is oh, your vacation? Oh, yeah, late at night. That's awesome. If you thought you weren't going to hear real talk on his last day of vacation, you would be a loser. That is correct. A big, fat loser. Now, so, right, now real talk. Some have asked. You're such a polarizing caller, riveting entertainment when you call the show. Why no social media presence, Real Talk? People have asked me oh, that well. question. They want to reach out. They want to follow you. They want to. They want to know what you're all about. What makes Real Talk tick? Well, Ben, you know, uh, because of my job, uh, we have to sign like uh, moral clauses, so it's frowned <laughs> upon. It's not technically we can be on a bunch of social media, but it's very frowned upon. Really, you're not allowed. Uh, oh man. Yeah, and you know my mouth. I like to like it, yeah. Ben. You would. You would. Pass out if you saw me at my job. Because, uh, okay. Dude, I, I pretty much don't talk to a lot of people. Yeah. And just focus on in my office. And I don't want to hear any jokes right now being like, oh, I wish I could work with real talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So okay. I gotta, That's it. I, now that explains it. See, that explains it. So, yeah, do you have like a burner account like Kevin Durant? Well, you, yeah. well the only accounts I have are like to like meet girls because they're required. Like, I'm calling you from a burner phone now. I don't, I don't. Like, I don't want to get connected to you because if it ever gets back to me, like, I think I'll uh, lose uh, my job. All right. All right. See, that's a good move. See, and Danny G is going to do that next week on Tinder Only Tips, how to properly get a burner phone and then dispose of it once you're uh, done with the girl, you're bored with the girl, you move on to the next girl. That's a veteran yeah, it's funny. Move. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because uh, I, I actually, the call I have today is actually about Danny G. Because, oh, really? Uh, all right. Yes, sir. Very good. Yes, sir. yes. All right. Because uh, – I got to say, dude, I'm a huge fan of Danny J. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe in him. Yeah. I, I think he's doing an awesome job. But I, a couple of days ago on the podcast, I'm listening to you. You and Danny J were going back and forth. Yeah. And Danny J never really gave a definitive answer on his opinion in regards to is it right or if it's wrong to take a knee yeah. during the national anthem. He gave his opinion, but he never gave his answer. So time, it's time, Ben. We always keep it 100. That's the rule, isn't it, ben? That's the rule. That's, that's the rule. So you're trying to stir those the flames or fan the flames. Danny G, you want to take the bait, Danny G? Uh, well, I, I don't mind. I thought I did answer how I felt. Yeah, I thought he did, no, too. You, I, no, he's, I he's, don't he's, he's so. on the side of the players. He's, Re- real talk, it. my grandfather fought in World War II. My aunt also fought in the Air Force. So I just – I can see, you know, the patriotism, and I understand that side of things, obviously, coming from a family that has veterans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but. I, but I also understand what they fought for which was true freedom. So I think that people should be able to protest if they want to. So there's a lot of Americans that I think are like me, that are caught in the middle and wait, feel, wait, and see, feel I'll, both there sides. There it is. There's a spin. <laughs> there's a spin. Danny's going to be a politician. What do you want from me? I don't know. He nah, gave that, both sides. Ben, That's fine. You don't, it's not always black and white, Ben. There's, on there's this middle it is. ground. Either, you, no. On this it is. I disagree. Real so talk. So what about, Real Ben, talk. What, about, what about religions who, who think you should only salute God and they don't put their hand on their heart? Are they wrong? I mean, let me ask you real talk. Do you think this is a yes? You're on either side, right? I I, I tend to think this. Yeah, yeah, every, I don't, dude, you you got it. You and gotta I'm, keep I'm it fine if you're. I don't listen. If you don't agree with me, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I, I no, 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 no. Yeah, my opinion is my opinion is it's wrong to take a knee. Yeah, protest someplace right, else. It's wrong to take a knee. You yeah. said it's wrong. Eddie said it's wrong. Yeah, Danny 
You keep you're, no, you're on. You can't be on the fence on this. No, he's show. on the fence. No, I, don't I, want I, to be on the fence. I, I think, think I think a lot of people are because I don't think they are. I think you're wrong on that. I think no, I think I, I, I think, think a lot re- of I think a reason, lot of Americans. The reason feel this that is way. where the reason we're at the place we're at is because the people are completely on either side. That's not true. There were uh-huh, there uh-huh. there were only six players who kneeled before Trump stirred this all up. And if there's more kneeling now, it's not because of the original. You know. Uh, cause Danny, you have Kaepernick. got to give an opinion. He <laughs> no, doesn't want to. Listen, I, I'm going to force him. He doesn't want to give no, an opinion. No, that is an opinion. That's not an opinion. Yes, it is, Opin- Ben. There, it's not, not, a, not everything like is Weasley, black You're like white. a Weasley politician saying, that's I'm going to play both sides of the fence. That's what you're doing, which no. is fine. You're, you're that's, right to do it, but that's, that's not, not an true. opinion. That's not an true. Opinion, as you're, totally, you're totally doing that. You're totally, you're, that's true. He's what? right. He's what? right. Real talk. You can't understand both sides of an issue? No, no. no. I, I, see your, I see your opinion. I understand. I understand where you're coming from, dude. Because yeah. you, you you, you've lived in a multi- uh, You went to school with a lot of multicultural people. And you like hip hop, rock. You're very, you're, you're, your mind's very diverse. But Danny, eventually, when you go to war, are you gonna wear red? You gonna wear green? You gonna wear blue? Or you gotta pick a color, pick a side, and go to and go to war? Yeah. That's that's why I think Trump should have never even stepped in this because he's creating well, two a, sides. A, well, he's were, creating were, a war against our own country with people divided. Uh, I don't think he's creating the war. Oh, ben, these tensions have been he, here for a long time. Did he really need to do all this when it was six players who had yeah, been kneeling? You know why? Because it worked for him politically, and it's well, that, doesn't, <laughs> ben, that doesn't make it he's right. A, he's a politician. That doesn't and make it right. There's so many other things in our world and that you know he should have been focused he's, he's, on. He's kind of proving his point here by the reaction of people, uh, by the players. He, they're playing right into his trap. Anyway, real talk. Thank you, buddy. I got to go. Uh, there he hey, goes. Hey, Ben, love yeah. your show. Thank you. You too, right. man. Right. Thank have you. a great weekend. Right. It's Ben on my vacation. All right. There he goes. Just yeah. shut up. Real talk. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, the Coop Scoop on entertainment. The Koopa Loop, Justin Cooper with the latest from Hollywood. All right, Ben, we have a couple things going on this weekend on TV. Uh, Well, on Netflix, we have... Now, this is uh, premiering today, so it's already available on Netflix. You can watch it right now. It's called Gerald's Game, and it's it's an adaptation of the Stephen King novel. So... Kind of, it's kind of hot right now again with the the new adaptation of it, and it's got good reviews. So check that out, horror thriller movie on Netflix, and uh, also premiering on Netflix. It's a uh, it's Our Souls at Night. It's a it's a drama that co-stars Jane Fonda and Robert Redford. So if you're over the age of sixty, check that out. I'm sure you'll like it. Uh, every time you mention Jane Fonda's name, which is never Coop, I'll get hate mail. <laughs> yeah, so, well, you know it's coming. Yes, don't promote, don't promote Jane Fonda. What's wrong with you? But uh, yes, that uh, that has also gotten uh, pretty pretty good reviews, and that uh, premieres today on Netflix yeah, as right. well. Now you're gonna get to the big show on Sunday. Yes, yes. on Sunday. Oh, I can't the- wait, Eddie. I I haven't watched TV in months, but I'm gonna watch TV on Sunday uh, night. Curb. Woo! It's the return of Bob's Burgers. No, uh, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Yes, Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah! is back on HBO Woo! at 10 p.m. Nice. on Sunday. <laughs> now, do I DVR it and watch it Monday, or do I have to watch it Sunday night? That's the question. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it's yeah. up to you. <laughs> All right. There was a, a marathon on HBO last weekend. Oh, Curb. Uh, yeah, getting yeah. ready for it. Well, your guy, uh, Jeff Garland at that comedy club over where you live, Danny, in Burbank, every Sunday yeah, he does yep. a show. I, I went to see a show a few months 
But I must, I must mention this real quick. Yeah. Uh, I haven't brought up video games in a while because there hasn't been anything super exciting. But Red Dead Redemption 2, the second trailer for that came out. We have new, uh, new details about it. It's a prequel. It stars a new character. It looks amazing. So check that out. It's one of the best games. The, the original is one of the best games of all time. So high hopes for this one. And that's Coop Scoops on Entertainment. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.